You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today we have the freaking amazing Allie Hazelwood on to talk about Love on the Brain. Say hi, Allie. Hi! Oh my gosh, we are so excited to talk to you. We've already been laughing for like 20 minutes. Before we even I'm like madly in love. I'm like, why are you married? Why can't I propose right now? Like, this is amazing. I, I am in, in love here. And uh, yeah. I just would like to announce to everyone that I will be co-hosting this podcast yes. from now on. So <laughs> There's three of us now. Sorry, now. she's not going to be writing any more books because she's been, um, we, we canceled her. So that she yeah, I've been here. canceled. So... <laughs> But it's okay because my podcaster career is exactly uh, it works to our benefit. (laughs) (laughs) She like legit came on, and I was like, within four minutes, I was like, I I love you. I I I could see so like the dopamine in Celine's brain, like (laughs) as it released. I am heart tying. I was like, this girl's so bloody smart. This is great. Wait, wait. Does this podcast has has video? Will people see me heart eyeing at you, or or will I have to show (laughs) it? They'll hear it in your voice. They just hear it. Okay, they'll hear it in my passionate voice. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Back to what we were talking about. Go ahead. Oh no. You're Anna's good. taking the wheel today because Celine's just like, I'm melted. I'm melted <laughs> in the corner. Okay, before we get into like all our super fun discussions that we have planned, we just want to tell you guys a little bit about Ali. Um, and so her favorite thing in the world is to explore traditional romance tropes, girl me too, and to picture how they'll plan out in academic settings. Rival scientists falling in love despite their better judgment. There's only one caught in the lab. Fake dating during faculty meeting. Sign her up. Ali is originally from Italy, lived in Japan and Germany, and eventually moved to the U.S. to pursue a Ph.D. in neuroscience. Holy cow. She recently became a professor, which absolutely terrifies her. Oh, the sheer dread of being entrusted with the care of young minds. When she's not at work, you can find her binge-watching shows with her feline overlords and her slightly less feline husband running or eating candy. Oh, and she's a New York Times bestselling author. Freaking amazing! Amazing. We love you. We're obsessed. Full disclosure, I was like, when I read that, I was running, but I haven't run in a while. So <laughs> the candy eating persists. So, yes. so let's let's pretend that that wasn't there. It's okay. Well, it's more relatable doing, that way. Working. It's working for you. Don't, okay. Don't even stress. Thank Everyone's sitting there like, well, she runs. So therefore I suck as a human. Do you ever feel like that? Whenever you're like talking to someone like, oh yeah, I went for a run this morning. You're like, okay. Like, oh my God. Up. That was, I don't know someone I think someone said something about like, uh, you know, having something good happening to them. Uh, I think it was, I don't know, Instagram, uh, something good happened to me, to me and I celebrated with a run and I was like, whoa, <laughs> I celebrated <laughs> half like a B. jar of Nutella, but good on you. <laughs> I wish I was like that. You're like, um, do you need to go to therapy? Is that... <laughs> That's not a reward. I've never been able to enjoy running. I've tried so many times, but I've heard about this runner's high, but I think it's just I've never reached it. I've never reached it. It's a conspiracy mm -hmm. theory. So we just want to let you guys know that this is going to be a spoiler filled episode. So if you haven't read the book, I want I don't know what you're doing here. Go read it and then come back. It's freaking amazing. And yeah, listen to us squeal and scream and laugh about it. Um 
And just as a little reminder for you guys, I have the back page. Celine, do you want to read that for us? Yes. Precious darling. But how do we pronounce B's last name? <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I write this stuff, but like, I'm not German. So I literally have no idea. I'm going to say Koenigswasser and okay. I'm just going to like. We're going to go with it. Okay. That sounds yeah. good to me. We're going to go. go. And, you just and for the German name, second word. And I was like, you want me to read it, Anna? Okay. Throw me under the bus. <laughs> Sorry. Hannah knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I did. I'm pregnant. Oh, sorry. I can't. Sorry. Okay. You're going to do this. You are. I am. Oh my God. Congrats. She's a milk. She's like a double milk. Cause she has another, I'm like, go right. Keep saying more Celine. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Her hair is so soft and velvety. Like oh it looks so God. naturally. Tell me more about how your son feel. Like, is he super excited? He is excited. He like doesn't understand though that like he knows that there. So we say that there's like there's a baby in mommy's tummy, and he's like, but like when can I play with him? Oh. And I'm like, soon. He's not ready yet. And he's like, oh. every day he's like, is he ready, mom? I'm like, not yet. <laughs> that is that. so. He, you're baking him a little brother. Oh my god, I love <laughs> yeah. this so much. I love this so much. And yeah, like, I mean, I cannot Aww. believe that you would think of making her pronounce. <laughs> yeah, is so rude. I was How like, dare. okay. <laughs> sound, can you imagine me just like trying to like, br- like do that dry, like with no prep, like <laughs> <laughs> Connie's Voxer. <laughs> It would be Connie Swasser. Oh, also, you should know we did an entire episode, like just dedicated towards you, like because we about like your last. You're so obsessed with you. Yeah, we we just basically spent the entire time making a bunch of Star Wars jokes. So, and we were like, we were like, this is so much. So, anyways, we'll just we'll share that with you later. But anyways, oh, I'm excited. Celine's gonna focus now and read this beautiful back page cover for us. We're just not. We're gonna skip it. B. Konnesvasser lives by a simple code. What would Marie Curie do if NASA offered her the lead on a neuroengineering project? A literal dream come true. Marie would accept without hesitation. Duh. But the mother of modern modern physics never had a co-lead with Levi Ward. Sure, Levi is attractive in a tall, dark, and piercing eyes kind of way, but Levi made his feelings towards be very clear in grad school. Arch enemies work best employed in their own galaxies far, far away. But when her equipment starts to go missing and the staff ignore her, B could swear she sees Levi softening to an ally. Backing her plays, seconding her ideas, devouring her with those eyes, the possibilities have all of her neurons firing. But when it comes to actually making a move and putting her out on the line, there's only one question that matters. What would B do? Oh, we love it. Shout out to my editor, Sarah Blumenstock, who writes all the blurbs and really make me write them because I wouldn't be able to do it. Sarah, thank you for this. I love you. Thank you. you. It's a great blurb. Never, never leave me, Sarah. Please. (laughs) Oh, we love it. I would chain myself to your apartment. (laughs) You're like, you couldn't even leave me if you wanted to. We have heard what she's willing to do to a cat. So, like, you really should listen to her. (laughs) Exactly. You should. (laughs) Okay. So, um, we'd love to start off with your journey on how you got here. Like you were in neuroscience. It's not mm-hmm. an easy field to get into. You mm-hmm. have a PH freaking D. Um, and then now you're an author. So yeah. Yeah. So um, it all started because I hated myself uh, <laughs> and my life. It was, uh, I was in the last Casual. year of my period. <laughs> I just, yes, <laughs> you know. I I see you guys uh, know what I what I mean, and I was 
in the last year of my PhD and I I was just like kind of done with everything I was writing my dissertation uh, uh, my mentor had just moved uh, to another university so I was kind of like on my own it was a really really hard time and uh, around that time I discovered fan fiction which was really late because I was in my late 20s and like it's not something that I guess people usually discover fan fiction when they are 13. <laughs> but, um, you know, I got there eventually. And uh, I, you know, I discovered fan fiction. I was a lot into Star Trek at the time. And I just uh, was like, oh, what if I could know uh, what Spock and Uhura look having sex? You know, you know, that's just... the question that keeps me up at night. As well. Honestly, exactly. so I get it. Like, we have to find out. We all want the uh, guilty pleasures. Yeah. And after many, many sleepless nights, I found fan fiction. And there were people who were like detail detailing for me what they would look like. So I started writing it a lot. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to write one. <laughs> and that's how I started uh, to write. And, you know, I'd been writing before, but like boring papers and stuff, you know, like and whatever yeah. introduction methods results uh, and discussion type of things and uh, so I started writing fiction and uh, um, so I was writing Star Trek fan fiction and then I moved to writing Star Wars fan fiction and then um, and then you know one beautiful day my agent uh, Taole who's fantastic and she's a total nerd she's she reads fan fiction a lot she reached out to me and was like, by the way, hi, um, if you're interested in querying and maybe making the move to traditional publishing, feel free to query me because I think your writing would, you know, oh would suit your romance. Yeah, I was really lucky because she's like, not just... <laughs> right, exactly. Not yeah. only I got to have like to skip the whole querying part, which is just uh, I hear that it's not exciting from my colleagues but also no. like my agent is literally the best as in like she is the best for me like we just suit very well we have similar personalities and she's like she's the type of person who will go on AO3 and read fan fiction like <laughs> late at night and then DM the author saying uh, that they they liked it and that is the type wow of she that I am. sounds amazing <laughs> she is fantastic she also just had a baby um he's super cute uh Aww. this is to, a total aside I just wanted to brag about her baby as though it's my baby yes but you should he's not yes, but should. he's very cute <laughs> I consider myself uh, like his second mother basically Aww. even though I've never met him in person <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you can still be a second mother <laughs> he still Anna, feels the love I, like refer to like Anna has never I've never asked Anna's permission yet and I'm like Lincoln I am your aunt like I'm your aunt Celine. <laughs> does she have like four or does he have actually like four other aunts that are biologically? <laughs> yes, but I am his aunt as well. Like But you're the cool aunt. Yeah, you're the better. The better one. Mm -hmm. The better one. So And he uh, talks about you all the time. He's always like, Where's Celine? Where's Adelaide? Because I gave him a bubble a whole bubble thing. So <laughs> oh, I too have given this baby a lot of presents because I know how to purchase a child's love. <laughs> so easy. It's so easy to buy their exactly. love. Exactly. That and, and that's all I want. Like I just yeah. want to be loved for what I can buy. That's 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 our work. It would totally work. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's I also crochet things for him it's i've crocheted okay, more things adorable. for him than for anyone else so like in my entire life like but 
Oh my gosh. I love that so much. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Ori, who one day will listen to this podcast and be like, I was stalked as a child. <laughs> Why? <laughs> who is this person? Mom, protect me. <laughs> we'll just use this episode and like play it to their therapist later on. It's like this woman. <laughs> exactly. just, this like, explains a lot. <laughs> I am so sorry, Ori. I will pay for your therapy if I can never, afford never. it. <laughs> never hold somebody to that. You know, you never know. <laughs> True and uh yeah anyway so that's kind of how we went and then I mean we were actually on sub which is on sub for the non-publishing savvy obsessed people mm-hmm. or whatever is when your agent is like pitching your book to editors we actually were on sub for a long time with the love hypothesis because it was the beginning of the pandemic those like lovely times uh, where like fun. the world stopped yeah it was so much fun and uh, um and so we were on sub for like I don't know, like six to nine months. Wow. And then uh, my editor, Sarah, um, the one who writes the lovely blurbs, uh, she found, uh, um, she she bought my book at Berkeley. And then, um, yeah, and then that's kind of, that was it. So that was the, that's the journey. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, it, it felt like, it was, it was, I feel like it was a couple of years, but it yeah. felt like, very fast overall yeah kind of like a like dream. also like the pandemic really just made everything like I like woke up and I was like what just what happened <laughs> oh my I God. had a weird moment where I realized that we're in 2022 like yesterday yeah it was a moment where I was I don't know what but I was thinking about 2015 and I was like 2015 is almost 10 years ago shut up oh my gosh yeah and oh. I was like yeah. no <laughs> like first of all no second of all I blame the pandemic because it was really like three years gone it felt like yeah. the blip like from Marvel the blip. like the blip happened and it happened to us <laughs> she's so happy she's like it was please, a blip. please <laughs> continue to talk about Marvel <laughs> as well as any other <laughs> I'm like trying to go through our episode um notes from the last one because I wanted we had so many things we literally were on there we're like she's never gonna come on this podcast ever because like we literally were just like being freaks um <laughs> but I was like we literally have some questions about like Adam Driver and the fan fiction and like, oh I I am ready and okay. I love freaks and uh, I will up and interrupt this interview while I'm like going through it so like, we're gonna I am I am so ready I literally there's <laughs> nothing I love to talk about more than Adam Driver another another person ever meet him do you feel like you would meet him and he okay. would like he could play he could play one of the characters so well, that would be like wild Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. When I, before all of this happened in 2019, I think I went to see him on Broadway because my my obsession is very long lived. And then some of my friends went and staged, like to stage door, like to meet him and get him to sign the playbills and stuff. But I did not go because I knew that he would see it in my eyes, the things that I have thought about. You're like, it's too I, close. You're like, it would be I too close. About you doing so many things that my husband would never do for me. <laughs> I just, guys, I literally, I, I was like going back and forth. I was like, do I want to shake this man's huge paw or not? Like, what, what is happening? And so I was like, and then I was like, no, guys, I'm just going to get drinks. Like my friend, another friend and I went to get drinks while while my friends were just there standing in line that's that's what happened guys oh my god it's too close honestly I can relate to that I feel like I just guys the 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 pornography that I have put online about this man (laughs) he could he would somehow see it in your eyes and he would be like you 
there is no way that your book has gone in, out into this world and he doesn't know about it. Like there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no physical way. He knows who you are. I I reject this. <laughs> I reject this truth. Okay. It's uh I have uh I there there was actually I think he was like on the Graham Norton show or something and the Graham Norton has a little bit of a history of pulling up fan fiction oh yeah I love his okay (laughs) and he pulls up fan fiction and fan art and shows it to the artists and Mm -hmm. I remember not my editor but he's like the big boss of my editor Cindy Huang who's also amazing being like what if he shows him the cover of your oh book? Oh my gosh. That and, then so she said, and then she said this thing that made me like shit my pants, which was, what if then Disney sues us? And I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I never did. There's not he's, enough grounds. He's going to look I up a photo of you and be like, grounds. oh my gosh, I'm in love with her. Let me ruin everything in my <laughs> life and ruin your life. And then we'll be madly in love together. And then you'll be like, this was so much more fun in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Wait, what do you mean that you actually fart like a normal human person? <laughs> I don't, I do not. I'm not in this. Like, I have you on this pedestal up here where you, it's exactly. very comfortable looking. <laughs> it's so much or better. So- <laughs> He has such a beautiful, stunning wife that I yes. like. I also want to marry the wife, so it's a oh, whole like that's it's a how whole I feel thing. about Miles Teller. I'm like obsessed with his wife, yeah, him yeah. and his wife. I know it's so one hot. of those things where you're like, I would be your third if you were requiring <laughs> one. Open, it's fine. Exactly. It's technically the fourth because, like, you know, you do have a husband and don't forget the cats. Like, they have to like be thrown in there somewhere, right? Like, you know, everyone gets something. <laughs> he has a very beautiful dog that i'm sure would love a threesome with my cat honestly so. yeah honestly. it would all, it would be a great happily ever after double, Guys, double, we're just saying it's fine just orgies for everyone it's great yes. i'm so sorry everyone um this episode is 1000 percent explicit stop listening <laughs> i am so sorry guys <laughs> you go to church with me no you did not hear this episode so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry um, it's, it's my bad influence oh, I need to know then I think this is what our episode was I'm like going through our notes what was your thoughts on the last Star Wars then sorry this is nothing to do with the episode I just no, want to know I, I, These are important I, I am very ready to like literally fill up your next seven episodes talking <laughs> no, about it no you're our third co-host go um go. so I was like I became a very big Raylo shipper so Kylo Ren and Ray uh in uh, um during the second uh, movie and okay. I really really enjoyed it and uh then there were two years where we were basically like the fandom that was like kind of getting really really big we were just basically writing porn for each other you know you know how one does you know originally originally it was written like in in like canon universe and then we started like being well what if kylo ren was a moth uh, like moth loren and then we would write like kylo ren falling in love with from there exactly but he's a moth and like that's the conflict because he's a moth and can can she ever love a moth you know things like that i'm dying oh my gosh that's where we were at meanwhile disney was writing this movie (laughs) and let me just say that i think that the moth loren stories are better than the movie they I was gonna say Disney probably was like y'all thought y'all thought you could try to get away with writing stuff like, like this how dare you 
How? I was sitting in the theater with like angry. I'm not even crying because I'm sad. I'm crying. I'm crying because I'm mad. And there's like angry tears like coming yeah. at my face. And I'm like, ah! guys, the thing that like broke my heart of the last movie was Ray Palpatine. I just like the idea of Ray being. Uh, and this is spoiler for if anyone hasn't seen The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I know. I'm like, like, you've had time. Or not worthy to listen to this episode if they haven't. Exactly. <laughs> Also, like Han Solo dies, and you know, Luke Luke dies, and there are yeah, like, just, freaking everyone. You should know. <laughs> but anyway, like, I just really like the idea of Ray being, you know, this incredibly powerful, force sensitive girl who just, you know, she's not any related to anyone. And then they took that away from me, and it I was, was like wild. Rabid. It felt so far straight, like far reaching. When you learned that. I know. That's why the villain in my third book is named the JJ after JJ Abrams so that's where I'm at <laughs> it's my revenge oh that's great revenge honestly is it healing I feel like it would be healing <laughs> I do I, I I feel like yes but I think it's not gonna be I'm not gonna be super healed until like I have one villain named after every single person who was involved in that movie <laughs> so I have to write a lot of books well that's good for us it that's means we get more books from you 1000 so. percent okay okay bringing it back what you have you clearly have a large background in science is there anything from your history that you have used it you've pulled from to use in your books we would love to know like your book uh, about like this book was very like awesome but it made no sense to me because i'm stupid in science i'm married <laughs> to like a medical guy and i oh. like he uses like medical terminology and i was like stop it stop making me feel <laughs> stupid and he's like i'm just trying to name the correct anatomical place and i was like i don't care what that <laughs> he's is. like you're gluteus maximus and you're like i don't know what that is <laughs> i get angry i get so like i'm like stop it i'm the smartest person oh, in the room leave gosh. me alone okay back to you sorry <laughs> is there anything from your history that you've used from to pull from your books no. <laughs> That like so much of like you know which is kind of related to science but not quite science like the grad school angst like that mm. is all uh, I feel like being a grad student is a whole like uh, personality identity at some point <laughs> in the sense that we literally spend our time like bemoaning how hard we have it <laughs> yeah it's like oh no we are grad students we are the true oppressed people in society so that's why like um it's it just kind of fun to you know poke fun at like how we grad students act you know and just like the fact that we don't have any money and we don't have any security and and stuff like that that's that's just uh, um that definitely <laughs> was in there is it a pull um, from yeah yeah it's 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 one of those things where like I still do it like now I have you know a real job but like I still catch myself doing stuff like oh my god there's free food let's go <laughs> wait, I better take advantage of this yeah and then I'm like wait 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 no I have a I have a salary now I can't <laughs> I don't have to go and sit through a five-hour lecture just to get a free cookie like I, I can I can pay for my own meals now so that's uh, that's definitely something that uh, I, I that's will so funny really, it's hard to get out of that mindset though once you so when you've hard. been in it for so long so did you hard. ever think to yourself you're like I should have been writing fan fiction like years ago like <laughs> that would have pulled me through grad school like that would have been great <laughs> you know what though like I actually was and now, now it kind of worked out well but at the beginning when I started getting to fan fiction my productivity really decreased like in the science thing and I got oh, worried I, I was like oh my god I spent 
all my spare time on archive of our own and uh, i am doing like my publications are like languishing on my laptop <laughs> i was worried about like I, I, it felt like an addiction a little bit you know oh i love that um so that was definitely uh, a whole thing <laughs> where oh i gosh. i just uh, i went from being because for especially for the first few years of my phd like i was living in like i remember every weekend I would just head to lab and it was normal for me. It was a thing that I did. Like we work during the weekend because we're grad students. And then I started just like stopping to like, I didn't go in anymore. I would just stay home and, you know, read porn and it was amazing. <laughs> and I was so happy. So yeah, well, here we are now. So it all worked <laughs> out. It did work out. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, you know, not like I used to think it would work out, but you know, in in another way, and that's fine. It's as long as yeah, we're here now. We're having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. So we would love to know what does research for your books look like in terms of like how they're living, what they're studying, because you have novellas too that are all like different aspects, kind of yeah. of the field. I mean, that's the thing for love and the brain. It was pretty easy because I'm a neuroscientist and the type of mm -hmm. neuroscience that she does is kind of similar to what I do. So like, it was really not hard um, for the novellas and a little hypothesis. I made up so much stuff and, um, you know, I'm just waiting to be called out <laughs> openly. Oh, you're totally never never even never. worried about it. Or just like use a three syllable word and we will not Google it. Good work. <laughs> I don't even care what it means. <laughs> that is, yeah, guys, you are my target. It's, you guys are who I write for. Yeah. So I am, I'm so glad. <laughs> We're here for a good time. We're just here for a good time. Like we don't care. We're fine. We're good. We believe okay, you. Okay. We believe that everything's right. <laughs> I was interviewing um, a police officer for like my murder mystery. And I was like, well, okay. So if the vehicle hits this like area, this like thing, would the person be able to walk away? And he was like, someone could like trip and like die. And he's like, someone could literally go into like a crazy car crash and miraculously make it out. And he's like, just, just fake it. Just don't even worry about it. Like, <laughs> yes. And nobody <laughs> wants it to be real. They no. like, <laughs> I, I know was trying I mean, so hard to make it that factually accurate and they were like true and I mean I'm sure that there are people who like are you know in that specific field who are like you know what like this is a little bit different and I truly cannot release anymore because it's offending my sensibilities but like I'm hoping I'm kind of banking on there not being too many environmental scientists who are like reading the book <laughs> reading this being like this would never if you are an environmental scientist please skip my book in which the main character is an environmental scientist um yeah i am that's what you're gonna cancel for someone's back checking <laughs> exactly <laughs> but like i don't care what you said about this author i don't care what you said about this but you we're incorrect in this aspect. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we we got we gotta be canceled some somehow, and that's, oh, that's we're going to. We just have to accept that it's a fact of life. <laughs> oh yeah, live it while you can. <laughs> Never go on Twitter. Just be and, like, I don't have any idea. What's Twitter going scares on. me, honestly. It's so scary. It's so scary, and so like harsh sometimes. So I don't have no, thick I'm... enough skin for Twitter. Like if somebody commented that they disagree with me on Novelbound, I just like delete it because I'm like I can't. <laughs> I know. Like I'm, like, I'm like, it's okay. 
I know I, I had to stop like generally engaging. Like there were a bunch of websites that I would go to before I was published. And then like I had to stop that are were book related where I would get my recommendations and I had to stop going everywhere because I, me too, I'm like so fragile that oh, yeah. the only way of like me not sobbing in the bathtub is literally not knowing what is happening and it's been oh, working yeah. very well for me I, have I haven't listened to the news for like two years like I literally someone's like oh did you hear that thing that happened and I was like no and do not tell oh, me what I would not like to know thank you <laughs> oh ignorance thank you for thank you for our mental health <laughs> okay so you've obviously found like a niche and that you like mixed stem star wars enemies to lovers and we are very grateful for this for you for us, for everyone, the community, um, are you going to continue to write this? Like, this is your plan, right? Like, we're safe. We can just be like, oh, every year we get. More. I know, because I'm like, you mentioned a third book in the works. So, mm-hmm. so my third book is the one that I'm currently editing. It's, it hasn't been accepted yet, but I'm working on it with my editor, and uh, that's I think if if it gets accepted, if it doesn't get accepted, please cut this part. <laughs> but if it does get you got accepted, it. you got it. You got it. I'll, I'll keep you updated on, on the acceptance. <laughs> uh, if, uh, you know, if my editor does say that it's okay, it's probably going to be published next summer, I think. And uh, um, that is another um, STEM rom-com. It's about uh, two physicists. Like there is an Ooh. experimental physicist and a theoretical physicist. And, you know, they have weird oh rivalries. Yes. You know? And uh, after that, there will be some other fun projects that I don't think I can talk about, but there will be, you know, there will be maybe a STEM aspect, but um, not quite like the first three books. I, I'm the, the book that I'm currently writing is going to be my fifth book. And it's, it's just, it's something completely different. And it's, it's just, you know, fun to branch out and try to do something else. Um, I truly, you know, I love to talk about the stuff that I'm writing at a given moment, but I literally think that my agent, my my editor would like just show up in the Zoom and like just tackle me. <laughs> Maybe there's a sniper out there. I don't know. <laughs> so I am just not going to say anything, but no, uh, it's a little worry. bit different and I'm excited about it. Yeah, but it means that, yes, as of now, like the plan is to continue on the path that you're on, which we are very excited about. We are. I think that there is like, okay. what sucks is, okay, so I love sci-fi like books and stuff like that. But we don't do a lot of like episodes where we talk about um, like sci-fi at all because like I just feel like there's not an audience that we like really talk to about it. But I'm like, I love that you kind of cross over into like, oh, well, you like romantic comedy, but here's some science. And look, isn't science sexy? It's a (laughs) science book. And we're all like, yes, give us more. I mean, to be fair, though. Ice Planet Barbarians is doing great. And that's some sci-fi. Oh my too. God. That is so good. So good. I am sorry. We can all thank TikTok, TikTok for that. <laughs> TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. <laughs> I love Ruby Dixon so much. I just like Ice Planet Barbarian is literally all I am. It's wanted. very original. I'll give her that. It's like never been done before, honestly. It's also so like surprisingly fluffy and and like nice and loving <laughs> it's like oh yeah they are huge blue barbarians but they are so in love <laughs> don't they go to like a school for husbandry like <laughs> i'm like that's like pretty that does not happen here 
<laughs> I love them. I love them. We anyway. love it when like science pushes us forward, but don't worry because there's still some principles that pull us back. Um, so what, like, gosh, I want to like skip all of these questions because I want to like talk just about like science with you and like, um, gosh, where's my question? I just want to like talk to you. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, so what's like your favorite thing to do? Okay. Can we, I want to go through the things that made me squeal. So these are like the notes that I had. And I just want you to like squeal with me. So we've done this with like I one am, other author <laughs> where it was just an episode where like we screamed at her, all the parts we liked, and we didn't even let her talk. We were like, and then this made us freak out. And she's like, I know I actually, we're like, and then this. So like, I apologize. So I am ready. I am ready. Okay. So sausage <laughs> referencing TM gorgeous beautiful I want to make a shirt with that and then just like pass it out to everyone please please do it do it and make money off of it if you can you have my blessing you have we officially have merchandising rights I am giving you merchandising permission perfect we'll have like like a we'll have a sexy science month and we'll just like perfect yeah it's all yours okay so your cat puns were delicious I'm glad that you bribed your editor just like keep it up <laughs> with the um this was something that like okay so in your last book I was like I just want to know how he feels I just want to know like what he's thinking in his brain and then this online chat that you gave us was was everything it was that was mm, mm. it was my agent like my agent was like wouldn't it be cool if uh, they actually had like a way to communicate with each other you love your agent. um right without knowing like kind of that you got mail trope oh, and i was like cow you are a genius he and sends her that paragraph and she's like oh schmack and i'm like it's about you i like put down the book and was like husband come here you gotta go talk to you for a minute you gotta go i need to take this all this pining and energy and i need to go put it somewhere this is the husbandry school read this book yes <laughs> I was like, these are the phrases that I need you to say to me. And here's some techniques that she's included to make the experience even better. So uh just read this paragraph and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll meet afterwards. We'll debrief. So okay. also when in the cemetery scene when she referenced Noah, like you kept bringing back up Noah. I was like, I love this one because that's like so are you I'm like ADD, so in my brain I'm like, this is the funniest crap I've ever read. Like, I love that you kept being like just me and Noah here hanging out. I guess I'll just spend the night. I also love that she only made it three minutes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then that she was... chose a cemetery to run in. I just wanted to make her relatable, you know. <laughs> you know, not all of us are born to be runners. No, <laughs> like, except for some people. Some people like that. <laughs> except for your friend you're gonna um, include a bonus chapter for this book and it's gonna be like um <laughs> oh gosh what is her name the assi- levi's assistant kaylee she's kaylee. like well actually i love running and <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> kaylee's perfect and she gets everything as soon exactly. as she was introduced i was obsessed <laughs> kaylee is like oh Actually, whenever I run, this happens. <laughs> that would happen to Kaylee. That is something that would totally happen to Kaylee. It would totally come. Would totally I love happen. this for her. I love this for her. And Rocio, like, they could go on runs together. This is canon, right? This is canon. This is canon. canon. It's canonical. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's a thing. 100%. Everyone, oh my gosh. everyone listening to this is, like, turning their volume down because I've now reached full screen <laughs> into the microphone. I'm so sorry. Um, another part Sorry, that I really everyone. enjoyed is where is your other family? 
When B was like, I just have to ask. I'm sorry. I'm too weirded out. Like, where's your other? <laughs> I actually, I remember writing that book, that that part of the book and be like, how long am I going to let this go on? This all like her thinking that he's married with kids. I was like, how long can oh, I, can I stretch this? Like, okay. Here's, here's what you did. Absolutely right. In this book. I'm not, there's nothing you did wrong, but I'm like, this is what we loved is that we as the readers got to be in on the joke like we got to know that he was absolutely in love with her and that like all this was fine and that he was single like we knew all those things so we just got to like laugh at this and I love that we never get to just do that we never get to otherwise we're stuck wondering I'm like round of applause round of applause I do yeah yeah, I mean it was uh, I I I did love kind of making B suffer and like it's kind of fun that part because you, you, like there is also a little bit of jealousy but she doesn't really understand that it's jealousy she mm-hmm. just thinks oh I'm just envious of him because he has a family and I want a family and that's but okay I'm like you want a family with you bitch come on <laughs> don't lie to yourself like you are, she lies to herself so much like literally that was literally our next question it was what was it the or not the next one but one of them is b's character journey is so rewarding she feels so alone and it takes a lot for her to realize she's worthy of love she like totally lies to herself i know i love her and i i i I do think she's gonna be super happy like with with levi but it does take a long time for her to get there Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah i mean i wish her the best honestly (laughs) she she's out of my hands right now but yeah she's happy now we got the epilogue we had she had to run that 5k i mean and, and, what do we think did, did she run it did she do it was it? a 5k with no oh, i firmly believe that she gave it her best shot and maybe i like the first watering station she dipped out <laughs> she, like dipped it. out got some food came back to the finish line and was like back so she could run over the finish line till the tag could track it <laughs> that is first of all that that's like my favorite episode of the office where this happens <laughs> I love you. I love you so freaking much. Michael's got carbo lards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally even gonna figure out where your next like book signing spot is, and I will I will be there, and I'm gonna love you so hard. I'm gonna be like, what's up here? I okay, made the shirt. Okay. Oh, I am coming to see you. I'm making a shirt that says um, "Time spent working out is time one never gets back." I wrote that down, and I was like, I need to make this into a shirt. That's glorious. Did you write? Did you make that up out of your own head? I think so. <laughs> I like it's copyright. That, you know what's funny is that like my sister, well, my sister and I would say to each other growing up, is was kind of like time spent cleaning is time one never gets back because we didn't mm, want to clean that I really feel I'm like I'm annoying and I'm a gym girl but I feel the cleaning one <laughs> yeah 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 no I mean it's it's uh, I mean I would also say that I during the pandemic I would tell my husband time spent showering is time one never gets back and I showered <laughs> so little I was like why would I shower for you Ah, no way i'm not showering <laughs> for you you're married you've married me already you're like, already happy i'm not trying to date you exactly you're married already <laughs> you should not have married me before the pandemic <laughs> the accent it was the italian accent we're just sitting here like mm, we also didn't talk about pasta what? oh yeah we i would know. like to know I'm going to hate, I'm going to like make fun of Anna, but like in a loving way. Okay. So yeah. first time that we had Anna over for dinner, I think at her house, cause we've known each other for years. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I made like meatloaf or like meatballs or something like with this sauce and I, or like something. And I just remember her being like, Hmm, this is great. Wow. This is amazing. <laughs> no, I would never be like Did that. Oh yeah. Oh, great. 
And oh then my gosh. In June, I will say, she came over to my house and I was like, I'm going to make her an Italian meal because Anna doesn't like vegetables or like happiness. And so I was like, <laughs> what else should I make her? So I made her like, I made her, oh gosh, what is it called? Ziti? Yeah, I made her Ziti. And I'm making ziti and she and Jalen like coming through the door, but the ziti is not done yet. And I'm suddenly having like my best friend of several years. And I'm like, I have to finish this. <laughs> you like, the noodles are sticking to the bottom of the pan. And I'm like, hi, Anna, how's it going? I can't talk right now, but um, I, I handmade the sauce like you made it. And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, I like couldn't function as a human. This was two months ago. It was delicious, <laughs> if anyone's wondering. Yeah, I, I like made her a special version because we, like ricotta cheese. <laughs> Fight me. I know it's a weird thing, even for being Italian. I know. Okay. I okay, tell us I about your everything. Italian experiences. That's mine. Anna has to share hers. You share yours. Go. I, no, I just want to say that I love everything about this. I I truly love. <laughs> I love the the climate of vague terror that you. <laughs> I know. She was really panicked. It, it was okay. <laughs> I do love the hold you have on her. It's uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, I, it's crazy because my so my nana is. I mean, she's born and bred Italian, mm-hmm. and she's very stuck up. She's like traditional, like total Catholic Italian woman who's like I think she would come to my parents' house because so my she's my dad's mom she would come to my parents house randomly and just like go through their pantries to be like you don't have any like prego in here do you oh my god (laughs) my mom would be like i would have to hide the prego sauce in the very back of the pantry because i knew if she was coming over she would raid our pantries and throw anything out that she didn't find up to par surprise inspection oh my (laughs) god Anna, Anna became like the cool girl in our ward though our ward is like a congregation at church um because she was like one time when we were first starting our friendship out, she invited me and another friend over to like make this was a power move on my part. Not, it really not was. Good. And like we posted pictures and everyone was like, Oh, you went over to the Jacobson's house and you like built, you like made handmade pasta. And we got like we got like hate for it. They were like, Oh wow, like she made you handmade pasta because she makes the sauce every Sunday like a psychopath. <laughs> the whole thing. It's like an it's like a six-hour process and it's handmade. I've been I haven't had it for years. Every time I come yeah, to visit, it. she doesn't make it. You hoe. <laughs> you, you freaking hoe. I know. I'm the worst. How dare you? It is truly a reign of terror. I love this. It's fine. We <laughs> like, where this is actually like group therapy. That's what this is really becoming. But, anyways, <laughs> she made like this hand pressed, like she stuck it through the machine that her like. <laughs> this is Selena's making it sound oh way cooler than it is. And I was it like, is so I, easy I, to I do. I, I was know so- what she's talking about because that's more than my mom makes every once in a while. I was so attracted to her in that moment. And I was like, hey, man, we got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's too hot right now for me. That's why we we've gotta, never we, been we able gotta to go for pasta. a run. We got to go for a run right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how I drew people in. I would be like, I'll make you pasta if you'll be my friend. It worked. It worked. And then I would not make you pasta again for the She hasn't. So it worked. It it that also was the, the timing was off, Celine. Okay. The timing was off. You could have put it in your freezer for when I got there, Anna. So I will say though, Anna's like, I love, I think this is hilarious. So this is just me like laughing about Anna. I there was this time in stories where she was like, it was like every day she's like, I'm making pasta. And then the next day she's like, I'm making pasta. I'm like, to no one's surprise, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> For like six days straight. And I was like, honey, you've made pasta like every day. Do you want me to door dash you something? <laughs> Please tell me you've had a carrot, something. She's true Italian in, in every sense of the word. So. You know, but there's that pasta that you can buy that is like enriched with veggies or something. I bet I you can also like put 
a spinach leaf on yours, yeah. and basically you have a starting. That's if she uh, likes spinach. But yeah, oh, I should look into that. Honestly, you should. You, should. you know, some give that baby some nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you are you you're well? You're currently one kid. Is he like in love with your pasta? Does he think he does it? love pasta. He's kind of a picky eater, but he does know he has to eat his pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm like, luckily pasta, you can be picky and still love pasta. But what's exactly. your favorite pasta? Like, what is like something that your mom makes? Like, I want to hear about Italian culture because I like you mean the, the, the Anna and I want to do like a writing retreat in Italy, and we oh, want to like go and eat everything. So I'm like, what? Yeah. You can no, come guys, with if you want. I, I will. I will. <laughs> I will insert myself as the as the third co-host. You are the third co-host. You'll be the only one that can it's speak. Only natural. Because <laughs> I'll be sitting there. I'm like, I will. When we go to restaurants, I am going to order the food. So you yeah. guys need me. That's that's why we I do need you. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite pasta is fusilli, like the the type. But like, it's not. My mom doesn't make that because I I don't even know. I feel like it's complicated. Like when my mom makes pasta, it's usually uh, tagliatelle, which is like uh, kind of spaghetti, like mm-hmm. spaghetti, but like a little bit uh, thicker. Um, yeah. And she makes them like uh, she makes them fresh, and uh, she'll. Uh, but like not again not every day like it's you know it'd be weird if you did it every day yeah it'd be because, like, like a special occasion thing and <laughs> honestly, like, like the pasta that you buy is not bad you know it's just like not that not there's just something you- different about it like it's yeah. so hard to explain your friends mm-hmm. okay during the pandemic speaking of like re- weird things I didn't go with the sourdough route I went the let's make homemade ravioli route and like I'm a freaking good cook when it comes to homemade ravioli. I'm like sitting here and I'm like, you know what I should make today? You know what I should make? I'm going to send you a photo. Anna's going to send you a photo of her in sweatpants and I'm going to send you a photo of Miami. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. Back to the interview. I just had to know. Um, no, I, it's important. This is important stuff. Right? One thing I loved about your Pasta writing that I've, that I've noticed in books that like where I'm like in love with the main, the love interest main character guy is when the author puts in the words like I feel safe with him I feel safe around him I think that's almost more like than like more even bigger than physical attraction is like that line and I thought Mm -hmm. that was super cool and also he brought extra snacks and I love that B's like I love she's like what is this idiot he's just making extra food (laughs) and we're like oh B you you just giggle to yourself did you just like giggle while you're writing that? You're like, I'm so freaking. I truly love to write oblivious characters. So yeah, yeah no, I mean, I I def, I cackle. I like cackle <laughs> like a maniac. I'm like, ah. you like That's send this it. to someone. You're like, isn't this shiz real funny? Like, I am hilarious. So. <laughs> oh i this is this is giving me all the joy guys oh yeah um you know i am in this uh spiral of anxiety where i'm like is everyone going to hate you're you're acting like i don't have six more things to bring up okay Um, i'm sorry (laughs) him getting horse at her in his big shirt i underlined the word horse because i was like this is it this is the word that means like this is the sexiest thing i've ever he's like (gasps) i was like (laughs) it was everything we needed Mm. um uh, yeah why are you not have your own merch shop where you just have like cute guy tm like i'm like sitting i'm like this is genius did you make that up yourself i mean uh i i guys again please sell all the things and make all the money <laughs> i just want you guys to thrive financially spiritually wow, we love you you're everything amazing. so please go ahead best co-host we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> um oh gosh okay I have a question about conferences. 
So this is the second book. Yeah, Yeah. this is like the second book where you've mentioned this. I want to know your experiences or because I like, I want to know, like, did you ever have anything like this? Did you have, did things like this ever go down? Did people speak to each other? Like, tell me, is it drama? Tell me all of everything that's real. Give us names. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, uh, not as much in grad school, I have to say, because honestly, when you are in grad school, people start like being married, you know, and stuff like that. So it's exactly like there's never <laughs> enough drama and enough juiciness. But like, mm-hmm. definitely the conference is that time where like, you know, everyone, you know, maybe it's like people that you are in grad school with and that you see every day, but the conference is like, you're seeing them 40 hours a day. And uh, that's where like a bunch of stuff comes out or like a lot of things that happen is that maybe you're rooming with people who are not super close to you. You didn't know Mm. from before, but then you meet them and like the gossip comes up, uh, you know, and you find out stuff, but nothing as cool as what I write has ever happened to me. Sadly, I, I, there were never like, that there were never hookups that I knew of for example maybe just no one told me damn them I know damn how them. could they keep that information from how you would, yeah they keep it there and so you can't like use it for your own money and gain like that's so that's selfish of them honestly it's very considerate <laughs> wow like rude it's, it's uh I in am my husband's it. grad school there are like three affairs going on right now oh my god okay no yeah some definitely. guy got his eye knocked out and had to literally go and get uh, his like surge like surgically a new eye because he was sleeping with this guy's wife and he and his brother like went and like hit him in the back of the eye with a gun because we're in Tennessee and they're from Florida and like he literally is being charged for like battery with an with a deadly I was gun. like is is there gonna be a legal thing oh my god he like I had to like the story's insane it's crazy I mean that's just like I love that's the tippy top I love every second of I mean I hate that it's a thing that actually really happened but when I think about it abstractly as like it's wild it's wild this is the party story where I'm like you guys want to hear something (laughs) I have a friend that when she runs and then I also do the one of like I know a guy who's who doesn't have an eye because icebreaker icebreaker (laughs) yeah no I mean I definitely there were like you know I remember I remember hearing things like people who were married or people who like there was like this story of an affair that had happened several years before and now two people were married and two other people weren't married but like those two couples uh, like one one member from one couple and the other member from the other couple had a thing years before and it was one of those things where I am pretty sure that the people the interested parties didn't know but literally everyone else knew which was like fun and then something else that happened not in my department but in an adjacent department was that there was a student dating a professor and it was something that was like very open and everyone knew and they made sure that he was like above board but they would come in holding hands for example and that was like that's so weird that's (laughs) wild that's wild yeah yeah um there was someone there was a guy who dated his RA um he was finishing his PhD and the RA was an undergrad and she was helping him with his studies and then like it was kind of something that they were hiding but also like he thanked her in the acknowledgments of his dissertation in a way that was so incredibly like profuse and <laughs> that everyone reading it was like uh, okay well I, I want that and I want to frame it and I want to put it in my house <laughs> like that's amazing <laughs> it was one of the things where everyone was like 
they're fucking right <laughs> like that's something going on right, right? like there's no way they're not <laughs> it was it was truly hilarious. we had like snapchat receipts going on i'm not even in the school i'm not even in the school i'm friends with one of the girls that goes to school tanner <laughs> she's sending me she was like guess what i am at a okay. breakfast shop it is 8 30 in the morning okay, on a sunday okay. why is she wearing like oversized clothes she didn't need in there she spent the night she spent the freaking night like <laughs> I loved it. Okay, I have to tell you something though. I first of all, you guys have to have. I I don't know if you're familiar with Adriana Herrera. She also writes romance novels. She is amazing and she's the funniest person in the world. You need to have her on the podcast. <laughs> we like, need to. She's, oh my gosh, she's yes. like, we need to hang. You, contractually, you are obligated to have her on the podcast because she's the best. But she was tell, like her husband uh, has and he's done has a PhD in uh, um, economics and Ooh. they already had a kid when he started his PhD and I met the kid like the past weekend I was at a polycon this like romance convention and I met the, her kid and her kid like knew everything about the weird affairs and gossip <laughs> what had happened when the husband was having the the PA was doing the PhD oh my I, gosh I love that I love that she grew up like that oh I was just, just so he comes home and he spills the tea to her he's like guess what happened today <laughs> Do you want lunch? Do you want gossip? What do you want? Tell me everything. Both, both. Both. Anna and I, like, if I find out she kept something from me for like two days, I'm like, you, you, like, what are you doing? I live for this drama. Why didn't you tell me as this was happening? (laughs) Totally. I am. I get it. I get it. I am so here for the drama and the gossip. As long as it was involved in my life, I'm like, tell me everything. I'm the person who creeps from like, up on the wall if you've seen the meme where it's yeah. like the fight's <laughs> happening and the person up on the wall watching i'm like that's me yeah exactly we had that I yesterday had... we were like spending like 25 minutes we we're supposed to be working and i was like did you hear that blah 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 did this and she was like what and then like within four seconds she was on their page like stalking like well i looked at this in 22 weeks ago it appeared that they were doing this <laughs> i was like this. I love this oh my god I have a friend where we are the same like literally I go to her and I'm like do you have any tea on this and she comes back to me conference call me what are you doing I want to know she literally comes back to me and we like our report it's like okay so on my investigation and I'm like this is literally all I want thank you so much I want one of those maybe I am that I think I'm that for other people if you you don't have that friend you are that friend you are that friend oh thank you for your service thank you for your service service, Lane. you provide a lot for other people I do I do I out myself all the freaking time (laughs) you are so used to give but you get to receive your third cost will do that for you I'll just like uh, I'll be your tea provider oh my gosh I'm listening I'm like okay we this is this is beginning when we go to Italy there's gonna be so much tea to to go (laughs) oh yeah on our on our three writing retreat it'll be a great time I can bring us back to this because I'm having such a fun time with you I'm like your book your book but I like you okay okay I will come back uh, the side story with Aiden her ex-best friend I literally want to know like that felt deep like that was a good like so like it felt really real I I I um I don't know I like the idea of like her having these two relationships in her past that have like influenced her so much oh she has trauma from Anne oh my god Yeah, yeah yeah but one is like unsalvageable but the other one is something that they can maybe work on Mm -hmm. and you know what's funny that one of my one of my really good friends read the first draft and she was like I think 
she forgives her too quickly. Like, I think I had her, I had them like interact at some point and she was like, I, I really think you have to soften this a little bit and like have her kind of open the door maybe to having her mm. back oh, yeah. in her life. But it, she can't be that close because like she did a lot to her and it's it's totally true. But I also really do think that, and you know what's funny? I actually wanted her originally to be the main character of my third book. Really? <laughs> but that's my, my editor was like, you can't, no, you can't keep her <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like we cannot okay, the thing is we all fuck up so hard sometimes mm. in life uh, and you know I don't think and is, is the name Anne or Annie like I don't Annie. Annie. you might have missed an eye in here it's I don't Annie. even I don't even remember but yeah whatever Annie let's say Annie for, for you're, in, you're in book three so hard right now it's you're like, like oh, yeah. no. who are those people I don't know <laughs> who is who um you know the thing of like I don't think Annie is owed forgiveness in any way but like mm-hmm. I, I would love to write a story from her point of view of like her you know trying to like be like why did I fuck up so hard like what, what what's my trauma what did she's I just so human it? yeah like she when she's like be like I don't know why I did like I don't I don't even have an excuse I don't know yeah. why I did it oh yeah and it's obvious that she loves her friend and like she mm-hmm. fucked up I mean we I, I have fucked up I've, I've never you know had sex with my friends. I've <laughs> yeah, never, never done that. You've never, I've never been a subject that. of drama during grad school. What? <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know, I really, I really should have done more for my grad school colleagues. I should have. I, I should have. Thank like, you for just, your service. We are now very entertained. <laughs> I truly should have like. A, just Honey, you are giving. Are you kidding me? I bet everybody in your grad program, oh my gosh. like, is reading your books and they're like, I we feel so seen. If they know, I wonder if they. I wonder if. I mean, there, there is one person who did her. Well, there are two people who did their postdocs with me who know about this, but like, I don't. Hazelwood is not my last name, so, uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I know. I wonder if people think that they found out and they're like, oh, "You will never guess the connection I made." <laughs> I, I mean, they're, I, I, they're I, stalking 22 weeks out just being like you would never know they're like on the phone yeah. like freaking sharing our secrets like <laughs> we must sue her how did they know that I kissed this guy and then I had to suddenly fake date like the entire time <laughs> so we love the love hypothesis I like don't know if we mentioned that that it was gorgeous and adorable oh, obviously we the dinosaur pajamas the dinosaur pajamas oh we're obsessed she is my most definite like <sighs> your favorite it's it's my fir- it's my first child so, it's your baby uh, you know mm-hmm. yeah oh, not yeah. that one would love their first child more than the second child like hannah would never but you know my mom <laughs> she goes never. well you're my favorite right now and i'm like what does that mean like that's worse than saying she doesn't have a favorite She's like well you're my favorite right now like i'm talking to you and like you're you're not making me mad. Like you're my favorite right now. And you're I'm really like, not living at the house. <laughs> that like, is horrible. Okay, so like, when does that change? Was there a time when I wasn't? Your favorite? Like, <laughs> and I go to therapy for that. So how dare she? Oh my God. <laughs> mom doesn't even listen to my podcast. I'm like, yeah, mom, how dare she? <laughs> how dare you, mom? Celine's mom. She never listened to this episode. She does not know that we read smut sometimes. No, <laughs> we love it. Oh my it's- gosh. Okay. Okay. Swinging back. We would love to know, like, what the inspiration for Beast story was. Did you, like, what was your first kernel of an idea? Like, did the first draft look anything like the last? It was pretty similar. Um, And definitely, like, the inspiration was my agent. Like, she mm-hmm. was the one who was like, I would like you to write uh, a, a rival scientist story. And I was like, 
yes okay you got mm, it like you're my idea. agent and I love you and so yes what you say um but it was she was definitely the one who who came up with uh, uh because I I was so I was just waiting for the love hypothesis to see if it would sell or not so it was kind mm. of directionless and she was she was it, she was really good in terms of like guiding me through yeah. what she thought might be marketable or not because that's also something you have to consider yeah okay well we gonna buy not honestly it makes a lot of sense you don't want to just be sitting there twiddling mm-hmm. your thumbs Ooh, that would be painful I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. also would this would this be a t- like would you make this a tv show or a movie if you could i mean definitely like if that would be the dream um definitely that like if, if it were possible that would be the dream i mean i i think i we'll talk to our people to- you know. Yeah, I, uh, thank you, thank you. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> want to make it myself because I have no idea how one makes a TV show or a movie. But yeah. I would love to have someone awesome. else. You know, I feel uh, like if people were ever like, "What's your dream cast?" You're like, "Okay, so my dream cast is like Adam Driver, and then so me. there is the- <laughs> there's this guy. I'm the I'm the lead actually. The thing so, is that like Adam, Adam Driver, Driver uh, gross. Uh. Adam Driver guys, he's such a snobby actor. Like. <laughs> He is. Like he, he, he just can't. Can you just do a rom com once, please? But no, yes, like all these yes, weird dramas. I love one <laughs> freaking marriage story. It's like hi, watch. I know. Die. Like he would rather do a divorce movie than a rom com. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll I'm like, we'll have our people talk to him for you. <laughs> Thank we'll you. be able to sway him. Yeah, tell him like, to hey, stop. Great fan like that involving yes. Would you Lighten like up. to star in it? We like, know so. <laughs> she even named the character Adam, so you don't even have to learn the name of the character. Like, look how easy you she's You're not hiding any of that. You're like, his name is Adam. So there you go. Like, you're like, hello. <laughs> we like, I think at some point, my publisher decided to just like embrace it. Like, we As have no should. shame. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's That's do good. it. I freaking love that so much. <laughs> okay. So your website is seriously an amazing source of information about how you became an author and the resources you use. Like I read through a lot of the stuff that you posted. It was awesome. Um, what advice do you have for someone wanting to get into this field? Um, you know, it's so hard to say because, uh, uh, I mean, there are so many levels of advice. There is more like the lar- the big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there is more like the, you know, read this craft book. Question. Yeah. I mean, I guess my, my main broad advice is usually like just uh, do the thing that you guys are doing already, which is surround yourself with other people that are going to be with you on the journey because it's really, really lonely. And like, like you were talking about it earlier, you are in a box uh, mm-hmm. writing your book and you have to power through and hope that what you're writing is actually good. Uh, and that someone would like it. Um, so that's, that's just like having friends that you can talk to about this stuff that you can go on a writing retreat with, but even just the people who are going through the same thing and understand uh, that's just so important. I found my people through fandom and then kind of a lot of them are transitioning to uh, traditional publishing. And I, I know that um, they're there for me, you know? So that's my, yeah. my broad advice. I think my like more writing related, uh, specific advice is like, um, just make sure that your agent is a good agent. That's so important. I've heard so many horror stories. Just make sure that, you know, they're legit, legit and they are good and that their vision fits with your mm-hmm. vision because they are the ones who really like 
like are there red flags that we should watch out for or you know I feel like I am not the best person yeah I mean uh, but also like generally there are um there was like what was it called there was a twitter account it was something about like agents in YA but like there are like I think if you Google red flags agent, Google. agents, you, yeah, you, which is, I, I, yeah. I tell people just Google it, but like, I, I can't really think about <laughs> anything right now. Oh no, you're but, fine. You've been giving us so much. Oh help. yeah. We're fine. Basically like, they just need to like believe in your work and believe in you. Exactly. And, and like you. have the contacts and the means to actually sell your yes. novel because some agents are very new and they, you know, they don't have the ears of editors kind of like, mm. and you know, I can't even imagine how many things agents and editor like how many submissions editors get so if kind of they know the agent they're more likely to pick up your book and read it and make a decision so that's it but like you can also just look at the list of clients that you are of your agent and like either get in touch with them uh, or ask your you know ask your your future agent to put you in touch with them and you can ask them stuff or even just like has these agents sold books recently you know stuff yeah, like that that's, that's something you want to know yeah um yeah so that's that's the more like smaller less uh let's all be friends and like more pragmatical <laughs> uh more, yeah uh, no this is uh, good advice also like the last thing I just wanted to like say too is um something that you like something that I've really admired about you is that you wrote not to like fit anybody's like you didn't think, oh, this is trending. Let me write something like that. Or this fits like you wrote from your heart and soul, like the, like something that you just loved and you like just did it. And like, people could see that. And I think like the biggest thing that I've been learning is like, you have to sit with your work for forever. So you better write something that yeah. you like. And yeah. like, you know, the, the number of times you're going to have to read your fucking book guys like it's like <laughs> the number of edits you get like you get edit letters Ooh, uh, multiple yeah. edit letters from your agent from your editor uh you get like copy edits it's truly like an infinite amount of rereads and like you know at the I think at the end of the process you're going to hate your book no matter what but okay, good. but if you <laughs> if you start out liking it like you're gonna suffer a little bit less <laughs> that's my that's my take on it we love it we love it Good. I remember with the love hypothesis like that was I, my edits for the love hypothesis were heavier than my edits for uh, love on the brain my edits for the love hypothesis like I, I, at the end I remember the last read through that I had to do for my publisher I was like I am going to burn this book like I have done like this is the worst thing to have ever I remember reading on your website too that you um the love hypothesis is what so it was a fan fiction that you had then turned into a book and you were like and the edits for that were so much more intense I know I mean honestly I it's not something I necessarily would recommend to people to adapt a fan fiction because then you like I had to can we get the fan fiction yeah, of course. I'm happy to send it. Just email oh, yeah. me and I'll email it back like to you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy to You're send it. It's a little bit pornier and uh, it doesn't have like uh, the entirety of the third act is not there. Like there wasn't a plot. Okay. If you're reading fan fiction, they're not but... looking for a plot filled. Exactly. Book, so uh-huh. you're okay. It manages to be 
like 40,000 words longer than the origin than the, the novel but also to wow. have way less plot and I'm like how is that like <laughs> what <laughs> like where are these words <laughs> what is happening I'm in here? love with you I'm in love with you <laughs> <laughs> my birthday like this is great this is the best day of my freaking life I love when this. is your birthday May 20th hers is this month though August 30th Oh, August 30th. All of these books coming out around my birthday. I'm like, what a beautiful birthday. Carrie Soto is coming out on your birthday. Carrie Soto is back. I can't wait to read that one. So <gasps> there's a couple coming out on the 30th on my birthday, like um, a murder mystery, like a YA murder mystery that we're really excited for. Yeah, I'm very lucky. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, it's a good day like, to be born. I, I'm just so grateful that all these authors were so considerate and like, <laughs> to, like celebrate my birthday with me. Thank you guys for choosing this specifically for me. Like, here's the deal. She can go to the store and be like, well, it is my birthday, so I can buy whatever books I want. <laughs> exactly. I cannot wait for you to like just open the book and like actually oh, read a happy birthday, <gasps> Hannah. Like it's, it's, it's what's going to be a treat for me. Anna. <laughs> Happy birthday, Anna. This is dedicated to you. This is for you. And I'll be Signed, like, I Taylor it. Jenkins raid. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. You guys and for having me. I'm you're literally the funniest me. person. You I'm guys so- are. This is the best podcast ever. I cannot wait to tell everyone I know about it. So. Like, same, I'm just so okay. I'm like, I love her so much. Okay. Um, is there, where can we find you on social media? Um, mostly really Instagram, um, at Ali Hazelwood. I have a Twitter that is at ever so Ali that I do not really use because we, as we said, it's scary. Um, mm-hmm. I have a TikTok that I also do not use because I am too old for it. It's like, <laughs> what what we we 30 year olds on, on tiktok <laughs> um so the, the tiktok is uh also at ali hazelwood i have a facebook page that we do not mention it's synced to my instagram so that's the only content that you see there and i don't know what's going on there so let's let's never let's never mention Love it. it and then um that's it like i have a website Sweet. AliHazelwood.com. You seriously, everyone should check her website out. It's awesome. I will also update it at some point. (laughs) So (laughs) have faith, please. And that's it. Uh, uh, That's my, that that, that is it. That's how, where you can find me. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. And then to our listeners, we will see you guys next week. Bye. I forgot to say the word bye. Sorry. Bye, everybody. (laughs)